Welcome to episode 94 of Success Superstars and my special guest, Special Agent Wes Hameter. Morning. Good morning, Wes. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Yeah, it's been um, too long since we've had you on this series, but I'm so glad to dig into your success. You. Now, you started in real estate in 2014. Correct. Has it been easy? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So from zero to $10 million today, that's a pretty phenomenal check track record over a number of years. How'd you do it? That's a pretty broad question there, Mark. Um, well, I had somebody when I first started, they said, give it three to five years. Uh -huh. And I thought, that's forever. Oh my gosh, I won't make it. Because it was really hard. I didn't uh, really have anybody tell me, uh, do this exact thing. They said, just get out in the community and get out in the community. Right, meet people and yeah, get out. Just meet people. And just I'm like, meet people. Uh, okay. Um, so I went bouncing around trying to emulate people, dress like them, act like them. You know, they're successful. Let me put on their personality. And it felt really awkward. And I, there was a lot of internal struggle. Um, yeah, I have a certain style in the way that I talk. It's, it's me. Right. And um, I just, I had a click one day. Instead of looking for an opportunity to hand somebody a card, okay, here we go. Boom, there's the card. I just let all that go. And I said, my job is to just meet people and make friends. All I'm doing is just going around making friends. So when a need arises, they'll know that I'm in real estate right. and they'll say, hey, Wes is a friend. He's my buddy. Let's call him. Right. And so it's, did, yeah, a lot easier that way. Yeah. So did you find by trying to emulate others or be not who you were, when did that breakthrough happen that you became yourself and that's when you, I'm assuming, had a breakthrough? I would say probably somewhere around year two and a half, year three. Okay. Because I was on a team first. Right. And um, so the team lead, I uh, very successful and um, very likable. Right. But it was just a different likable than, than my style. And so when I branched out on my own, uh, when I came to JPAR um, right. and became a solo agent, I really started having to dig in and kind of create the, the machine myself. Right. Because each day was really hard. It was a struggle. It felt like a, a big weight that I was carrying. And then once I had the, um, I listened to a lot of audio, I read a lot of books, 10 years or more of personal development before even getting into real estate. Because right. I love I love people right. and I'm interested in the mechanisms of, you know, how people think and why and body language and face reading. And oh. so I had a lot to draw on. It was just, it, it was probably the go-giver sell more uh -huh. um, book, a combination of things, Jim Rohn, but. Um, but the go-givers. That helps a lot. Was, it, was that like a breakthrough moment for you? Yes, in, in stages, because I read it probably you know five, three, four, five years before I started real estate. Right. And then I came back around to it and was reading my underlines and quotes that I'd written in the front. And uh, they talk about the like 1,000 pound phone, like you don't want to pick up the phone and call. And they say, right. well, whenever it feels that way, you're thinking about yourself. Because if it goes wrong, I didn't get the thing I wanted to get out of the phone call. Rather than calling and saying, hey, is there anything I can help you with? Right. If not, okay, have a good day. Right. A lot easier that way than putting an outcome or an expectation on it. Yeah, what a great insight. You know, it, it seems like the more and more people I talk to, they want to read the book one time. They want to go to the class one time. They want to, you know, get it all that one time. And what you're sharing with the audience is that, you know, the paced learning, the repeat learning is really what helped you. We have a phenomenal ability to forget things quickly. Yeah. Well, I say we, let me just roll that, myself, right. um, you know, and man, that's great. Drop it back to the same old me. Right. So it, it, it's repetition. 
Yeah, repetition and repetition. So if you had to go back and look over, you know, since 2014. Do we have to? We don't have to. Okay. <laughs> what would you do different in real estate? Would you start differently? Would you do something different? I would tell myself to be yourself and okay. probably don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I always feel like I should be a little further ahead. Right. Uh, my father used to call me Mr. 30% or Mr. Zeal because I, I, right. he said I would always go that, you know, a little too far, a little too much, whether right. it's a good or bad thing. And so no matter where I am, it feels, feelings are tricky, I should be further along. And so I'm looking ahead rather than at what I have right now. So just probably be relax a little bit okay. and like enjoy today. Um, I was at Thanksgiving Square yesterday in Dallas and there's a quote that says, gratitude makes what you have enough. So if I'm wanting to be there, I'm not grateful for what I have here. Right. And uh, Cheryl, I'm a big quote guy. Yeah. Cheryl Crow, it's not wanting, it's not getting what you want, it's wanting what you got. Oh, fascinating. And so, what was the other one, gratitude? Gratitude makes what you have enough. Gratitude has yeah, what you have is enough. Which doesn't mean complacency. It's a little tricky, but like, be grateful for what you have today yeah. while striving to, to go where you want to go. So how do you balance that? How do you balance out the uh, not being complacent but still being grateful? Um, it's tricky. Uh, again, you know, I'm always learning, uh, right. and I think that's the key to always want to grow and improve. Right. Uh, our ability to stretch and we're malleable as humans. Um, you know, we only use like 3% of our brain or right. maybe two. Yeah. Um, and so uh, repeat the question to me. I've gotten sidetracked now. No, that's okay. Have you always been a lifelong learner? Yes. Did, did that come naturally to you or so it, did that's you develop that? Kind of a two-sided question. Uh, I'm second oldest of nine children. Right. So I'm number two, okay. four, uh, five boys, four girls. So I was homeschooled. Right. Um, so, and I started manual labor working when I was about 10 years old okay. and I'm talking 10 hour days. So I didn't have, uh, the regular education, two, three grades and grade markers. So it was always this big question mark of where am I? Am I intelligent? And I, and whatever school I did engage in, it was very difficult, especially math. And right. so I kind of developed a complex of I'm, I'm stupid or I'm not smart, uh, because okay. I have friends <laughs> that appear to me far less intelligent. Right. Um, but yet they're going on and I have no idea where I am, but, uh, you know, learning about people in the inner kind of in dynamics and body language and mirroring, you know, if I mirror you right. and all that type of stuff is fascinating to me. And, um, if I can understand people better, then I can serve them better. Right. And, um, and I just, yeah, so I'm very fascinated with relations and dynamics and, and, um, well, I, I love your servant attitude, you know, as a servant leader, you know, the more I can serve, sure. you know, the better your business help will people, be. Help people get what they want, the more people you help get yeah, what they exactly. want, you get what you want. Now, obviously, you've overcome a lot of things. You, you talked about education, you talked about being, you know, in the business, it's hard. What type of mindset and, and how have you faced those challenges? I mean, what? I haven't done a perfect job, I'll tell you that. Um, I mean, just being candid, there are a lot of dark days when uh -huh. I, when I was first starting, cause you do something for, you know, 15, 20 years, you have an identity right. inside. You see yourself as a certain person right. and then you try to break out of that mold. It feels fake. It felt, um, uncomfortable. I, I would literally say 
to my wife, I'm going to run out the door and go play realtor. You know, I come from a manual labor job and then I wash the dirt out of my fingernails, throw on the clothes that I bought that looked kind of like how someone else dressed right. and went out and showed a home. And then it just felt so awkward. And um, repeat the question again to me more. So, so it was how, how did, did I over overcome challenges? Just being diligent and persistent. Just not me being successful is just me not quitting right. mostly. It's like if everyone else quits, I win. Right. And, you know, 80% of people quit within the first year yeah. of real estate and, yeah. and 80, like 80% 80 are part time, 20%. Yeah. So 80% yeah. of them is those. Yeah. So just by sticking with it, that stick with it three to five years, I feel like I'm going to die. Like that'll never happen. But I did. Yeah. Like it just. So persistence was one of your keys. You're very persistent. I will show up every day. I, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I was like, hey, I'm here again. You're here showing here up. Here I am. Showing up, ready to go. Now, you've developed an expertise in uh, the Trophy Club and Keller and anywhere within Roanoke, that. Right. Roanoke. So becoming the hyper-local expert in that area, you know, uh, obviously helps you with consumers, you know, who want to know uh, that neighborhood. Has, has that sure. been hard to learn? No, because my, uh, my previous um, line of work it had me in all those same areas. Right. It, going through the neighborhoods. And, um, and I grew up in the area as well. Right. I grew up in North Hitchin Hills, and then I moved to Grapevine and Euless. And so that whole kind of 10, 15-mile radius is my my plug. That's my area. Yeah, and and I'll go outside of that, but that is, you know, it's the back of my hand. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Now, besides, um, obviously, the people you know and your sphere of influence, what else has been successful for you in generating leads? Online, uh, Facebook? Yes. You know? So my main channel of business has been through Zillow. Um, they now have a thing where people can call in instead of these lead systems skimming information and kind of scamming people. It's it's a consumer reaching out saying, I, I do have a general interest, a real interest in this property. Can you show it to me? Can you get me this information? And, and sometimes you get a live connection. Right. So you have a very, very small window of time to make an impression and win that person. You know, the smile through the phone, they can hear it, they can feel it. Right. Um, and so, you know, I've heard agents or people tell me they've heard other agents say Zillow doesn't work. I hate Zillow. It wasn't, I knew it could work better. And so I had to figure out why it wasn't working the way I wanted it to. And it was a skill set problem with me. It wasn't the thing that was the problem. It was me. That was the problem, wow. Okay, that's which is basically life. It's like when you change, it all changes. Right. So I needed to improve my skill set. So I started watching YouTube videos and scripts and, and then I put my own style on it. It wasn't, you know, plug it in and be a robot and right. do, it was my own style, and, it, and then it becomes natural. But it is kind of hard to stick yeah. to this trail and you know script. Right. You can just go down the rabbit hole, which I frequently do. Yeah. But it so, was a skill set thing. Yeah. So Wes, I love the audience ought to take note of this. There's a lot of great nuggets here. I love that you are able to be self aware to say, because you know, I hear so many complaints. You know, complaints about this, complaints oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, hear the complaining too. But I've got yeah, some of that. But. but but where you turned it around and said, you know, what skill set do I need to improve to be right. better? And I love that because that's really been a secret to your success. Somebody said it's not a lead problem. It's a um, conversion problem. It's like right. you have people in your pipeline. Yeah. There's a lot of information there, people, phone numbers, emails, but they didn't buy with you. They right. want to buy. They're just not buying with you. Right. So I'm, I'm the issue. You know, I don't want to say problem, but what can I improve? Yeah. What skills, you know, whether how, it's communicate. How can I sharpen it? Yeah. How can you sharpen it? So you have to tools? take mind of the replay. How did that go? What did I say? Could I have done it better? And not in a critical way, in a curious, 
I would I want to improve and grow so I can be better for future clients right. type of way. Yeah, I love it. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. So uh, in your spare time, you know, obviously you're dedicated to real estate, but, uh, you know, after work, what's, what's some of the things that you have fun with? Um, a perfect evening would be come home and um, I, I have a wife and three, three children, uh, two daughters, and then my youngest one uh, is a boy. Awesome. Uh, his, he's named after me. He's Samuel the Fourth, so Samuel Wesley Hameter, but we call him Sonny. Uh, spending time with my children, hearing about their day, so they're all homeschooled, right. and my wife um, educates them. Uh, my wife is basically a genius, but she right. she wouldn't say that, and she wouldn't she won't take a test to test her IQ because only a genius would say those tests are stupid. <laughs> so, um, but it's just being with family, right. and then I, I basically work out every day. I used to run marathons. Right. Uh, to kind of get those endorphins. So I did that for six years, ultra marathons, Ironmans, but now I swim in the morning. Right. Uh, so it's really important for me to kind of clean out, cleanse out the day before uh, each morning. Because right. it just, it makes me level, relaxed, and it's just a release. I feel like God made us that way. We need, our bodies are made to be in motion. Right. And so I have to get the blood flowing. But it's being with family, having some workout time, and then being able to, you know, be on the couch and read while something delicious is being cooked and then brownies soon to follow, hopefully. Yeah, love it. Uh, but yeah, it's probably family and just yeah. improve, trying to improve myself. Yeah, love it. Would love to spend some time after the show talk about marathon. I, I did the LA Marathon and awesome. absolutely loved it. Just and had the Dallas Marathon uh, on Sunday. Yes, it's a great, great event. So, well, as we wrap up, anything you'd like to share with the audience that we haven't covered? There's in my opinion, a lot of bad training out there. Wow, um, so tell me about that, bad training. What do you mean by bad training? So I would go to training events and it was a sheer numbers thing. Pound them, pound them, pound them until they submit oh. and give up and buckle. And I tried it. I, I said, maybe I'm just not determined enough. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to be in my comfort zone. And my pen says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you mean I, give up and buckle to buy something? Or right, give exactly. Up like I wear them down. They're like, okay, all right, Wes, I'll use you. So, so I'll buy your product or buy your... Buy, you know, buy a home with you. Oh, oh, oh God. I don't like you. You repulse me, but you beat me down. So, okay, oh, I so, give. Okay, I get it. Okay, so I wanted to clarify that. So you're talking about... Uh, being so just persistent, wear just wearing them down until right. they say yes. And just grind them the, in. The old sales text me. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So, and then this one guy said, if you haven't handed out 100 cards every day, you've failed. And so I'll be at the gas station. He's like, I'm at the gas station. And I'm like, oh gosh, I've only handed out 95 cards. And I start handing out cards to people at the gas station. And I'm thinking, if I were that person, I would be like, oh God, get away from me. And I didn't want to be the person that was like, here comes Wes. Oh, what's he going to pitch on us now? Right. So, um, again, Run the question by me. Well, so you were finding what that, can I that, share about a training? What you were talking about that a poor training, where, yes. where you were, in a sense, being trained to do activities without a purpose. It was that conflict with my core nature. Right. So that's a dominating. I'm going to dominate that person. I want to draw in. Yeah. Uh, you know, magnetic, and so it, it was really just. Well, now I lost my train of thought. Well, so more. I'll help you with that. So we were talking about poor training, and you had realized that this training you were giving mm. was totally against how you're built. It, it, big conflict inside. So, so the big conflict inside, how did you have the fortitude to say, wait a minute, you know, this isn't who I am, and take whatever skills or things out of that that would work and translate it to what worked for you? How did, how did you 
How did you figure that out? Well, my, my first business, I was very successful and we grew right. even through the recession and, right. and I was a certain way. It was just, I was me. Right. And so I said, I'm not going to look at people as a consumer or a sieve for a product. I'm going to see them as a person, as a soul. And what can I do to truly benefit them? And if I can touch their heart, right. so people won't remember what you said, how you smelt, what you wore, what you do, but they always remember how you make them feel. Always. Yes. They'll go, man, I, I, re I don't really remember, but I, he, he, I really like him. He's a nice guy. Right. So if I change the way that I operate and I can just make an impression on you as I'm truthful and honest and I am a professional, I have a skill set, that's really all that you need. Experience the skill set and trustworthy and you like the person. Right. Those are the really two things you need, skills and likability and being trustworthy. And however you want to spin that, I think that you'll be successful if you show up every day and do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, so the big thing, Wes, that I learned from you today is authenticity matters. For um, me, that's that's core. Yeah, and you really demonstrated that. And thanks for sharing your story. Pleasure. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.